Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Moed Katan Daf Chaf Aleph. We left off on Daf Chaf Amad Beis. We are at the second to last skinny line on Daf Chaf Amad Beis. Marukva Shachav Lei Bar Chamua. Today's shir is sponsored by Dr. David Lander and honor of his children. Also by Avishai Newman, Lili Nishmas' father, whose yard site was yesterday. Also by Beryl Eckstein, commemorating the yard site of his brother, of Yechiel Tzvi, Ben Harav Shimon Ar Yeleib, and Bela Eckstein. Also by the Gross family, Lizech Nishmas, Chanaleya Bas Moshe Tzvi, Ramosh Yehud Ben Rav Nachum, Chayaleya Bas Naftali Herzka, and Tzvi Menachem Ben Shmayahu. And also by Berish and Shani Sober, in honor of the Shloshim, of Rav Nasanat, Shaul Ben Yitzhak Mordechai, Zichron Levracha, Rabbi Nathan Ehrlich, and also by Shragel Bril, Lili Nishmas Zeda, Harav Shragel Leib Ben Svi, Zichron Levrach, on the occasion of his yard site, the Nisham Shav and Aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So uh, again, we're holding the second to the last skinny line on Daf Chaf Beis, and we're going to continue a little bit to discuss being knowing Avelus with us for a secondary relative together with one's relative. Then the Gemara is going to talk about whether when one tears Kriya, they need to do so standing up, or you could even do Kriya sitting down. Then we're going to have a Brisa that lists all of the things that an Avel is not allowed to do, and we're going to start elaborating on them one by one. So we're going to, we're going to talk about the, uh, the Yisra of Tefillin for an Avel, and how many days is the Ikar Avelus as a reflection. You see Tefillin as a reflection of what's really the Ikar Avelus, because an Avel does start putting on Tefillin at some point during Shiva. The question is, at what point during Shiva? The Gemara is going to talk about an Isser Melacha for an Avel. We're going to talk about leaving the house during Avelus, particularly in order to do Nicham Avelim for other Avelim, whether an Avel is allowed to do that. Then the Gemara is going to get into the details of the Isser of She'elas Shalom for an Avel. And that's probably as far as we're going to get today. So let's begin in the second to last skinny line. Andaf Chaf Amelbeiz. Marukva Shachavle Barchamua. Marukva is the son of his father-in-law had passed away, meaning his brother-in-law, his wife's uh, brother, so he thought that he was going to be knowing a full Avelus of uh, sitting Shiva and observing Shloshim together with his wife, because his wife was going to be in Avelus. So Rav Huna went to visit him, and he saw that he was being knowing Avelus. What, you enjoy eating the foods that people provide for an Avel? Even uh, back then, typical it was typical that uh, people don't know uh, what to do for you, so they make a lot of food. So in a base oven, there's a lot of delicious food. So he says, so you enjoy all the sushi platters for lunch? Is that why you uh, you like to, you're, you're choosing to, to be in chamoso. They only said to be no avelos for the covenant of your wife when it's her parents who pass away, because that's the, for the covenant of the parents, and not when it's the rest of her relatives, because uh, any korva that's a result of chitun is not mechaiv to be no avelos on the krove hakarov. So the Mar brings a raya to this chilek between his in-laws and his, his parents' in-law and uh, everybody else. The Tanya Misha Meis Chamevochamoso Ain Orasha Elochav Esishal Lios Kocheles Lios Pokeses. If a person's uh, father-in-law or mother-in-law passes away, he's not allowed to uh, to, to re- request of his wife that she should uh, put on makeup 
Rachma that she should uh, part her hair in a certain way. Ela kofa mita, so he should be kofa his own mita. Vinoigima avelus and should observe avelus together with her. Vecheni and similarly, if on her side shemes chamiha o chamosa, if her father-in-law, her mother-in-law passes away, ena rashal lios kocheles lios pokeses, she's not permitted also to uh, to make herself up and to part her hair. Ela kofa mita sa vinohegesima avelus. She does kvias amita on her own bed, and she observes avelus together with him. So that's on the one end. But then v'tanya idach, we have another brisa that tells us avul bishamru eno rashi lach vezishto lios kochelus lios pokes says that even though during a wife's avelus you can't uh, request of her that she make her that she get made up and that she parts her hair and to be mevatel the minhage avelus, but by emes amru mozegas lo sakos so matzas lo mito machatz lo part of yadavaraglav she can uh, dilute his wine for him she can make his bed for him she can wash his hands face and feet for him with warm water even during her avelus just like she was she would during the rest of the time so lechora it's kashina adadi it's a stira between these two prices the first price says that when his wife is in avelus he should be kofemitaso when his wife is in avelus and 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 observe avelus with her the second price says that she should be bathing him and being matzas amita preparing the bed for him that she does all these things for him very clearly indicating that we uh, even allow her to do these ki- kinds of malachas which are a distraction from her avelus because he's not in avelus and she should take care of him because he's not in avelus if she's not allowed to have tashramita be yamei avela but she doesn't have a din of anita that's what rashi Ksubis points out that that uh, that I mean that's the ikra, that's the point over here that she's mozegis lasakos matzas lomita these are things that Marchetz Panaviyadav Raglav, these are things that Anita is not allowed to do, Labaila. Anita is not allowed to do these things for her husband. So when a woman is in Avelus, there's an Isra of Tashma Shamita, yeah, but they, you don't have to observe all the Harchakos. These are Harchakos that Anita is not allowed to do for her husband. So she don't have to observe all those Harchakos. Rashi says that this heter is only by Avelus on her relatives, that even if he's going to have a Yitzhara, she's not going to, uh, to want to have Tashma, she's not going to listen to him. But if it's his relatives, she's not allowed to be rochitz panav and latzia mitaso because if he wants to, if his yetzar gets the best of him, she won't turn him down. However, uh, other Rishonim don't make a distinction between his relatives and her relatives. That's how we paskin in Shulchrach. But the point is, again, that all of these things are things that Anita is not allowed to do. The Gemara says in Masech Ksubas, Kol Malacha She Isha Osa Labayla, Nida Osa Labayla, any Malacha that, uh, that, that a woman normally does around around the house, uh, Anita should also do around the house, except for these three things, these are the things that Anita is not allowed to do, it's a little bit funny that uh, those are the only things that are identified, we have many more harchakos that we observe uh, beyond just those three things, but I always thought that those three things are a good, uh, are, are, are a good way of, uh, of, uh, of organizing the categories of harchakos, right? Samita, whatever Atzah Samita means, we assume that just making the bed and straightening out the covers is not Atzah Samita, but whatever Atzah Samita means is, uh, is something that clearly relates to the bedroom. And we have a whole category of Harchakos relating to the bedroom, sitting on her bed, lying on her bed, uh, you know, sleeping in the same bed, all of these bedroom Harchakos. Then they have Mezigas uh, Akos. Mezigas Akos, whatever that means, relates to something in the dining room and mealtime. And we have a whole category of Harchakos 
that relate to mealtime. Harchatzus Panaviyot of Raglov relates to an intimate interaction between the two of them. And then we have a whole category of Harchatzus that relates to intimate interactions between the two of them. So I always thought that even though we have a much broader list of Harchatzus that we observe, but this is at least a good, uh, th- these, are, th- these are three categories of Harchatzus. But for our purposes and our sugya over here, Kashina Adadi, we're asking Astira, does he or does he not observe Avelos together with his wife when his wife is an Avel? It must be that there's a chilek when his uh, when it's his mother-in-law and father-in-law that pass away. That's the first price that he should observe avelus together with her. Whereas when it's anybody any of her other relatives, then he doesn't observe avelus with her. So shmamina. So we see that that chilek is in fact correct. And tanya nami we have a brisa that says exactly that way. Lo The only avelus one observes the kvodishto is that over his uh, his father-in-law and mother-in-law, only then does he observe Avelus. So Amemar Shach of La Barbere, Amemar's grandson had passed away, Kari Ilave. So now the Gemara is going to switch to the Halachos of Kriya. So he tore Kriya over his grandson. So Asabre, then afterwards his son arrived, the father of the of the child who had passed away, Karabaape, and again he tore Kriya in front of the father, uh, in front of his son. Itkar de Miyushav Kar, and then he realized, wait, I tore Kriya just now sitting down, Kam Karamu Umat. So he got up and he tore Kriya standing up to do it the proper the proper way. So apparently you see from that story and if one tears Kriya sitting down, it's invalid. How do I know that you need to do Kriya standing up? Because the Pasuk says by Eov, when he heard that all of his children had died, by Yakam Eov, Ilo. So you see that when that he dafka by Yakam, he dafka stood up in order to do Kriya. Elameata, if that's true, that the Lashon of Kima means that, he, that there's a Chiv to stand up, so the Lashon of Amida also would mean that there's a Chiv to stand up. And yet we find, and it would therefore turn out, that when it comes to the mitzvah of Chalit, where the Pasuk says that they go in front of the Zikne Iro and they speak to him and he gets up and he says maybe you see from there that Chalitza requires Amida if you're going to say that Vayakam tells me that Korea requires Amida Vayakam should tell me that Chalitza requires Amida but Vatanya, but doesn't the Brisa say ben Yoshi, ben Omed, ben Muta, that a person could do Chalitza whether he's sitting, whether he's standing whether he's leaning it doesn't uh, doesn't make a difference, and the Rishonim point out that we're not going to be mechalik between his state, statement of lo chafatzi and the actual ma'isa chalitza, because if the amira requires standing, then the chalitza itself would also require standing. And if it's uh, if, uh, if amira is if the chalitza is kasher yeshiva, so va'amad therefore must not mean that uh, the amida is ma'akev. That's how the Ritva points out. But nevertheless, the Ramban and the Ritva also point out that the chalchila one should stand at the time of the Chalitza because so so the Torah does say a lotion of Va'amad. So we try to uh, enact what the Torah says in the most literal sense possible, even though it may not be a halacha that one requires Amida. This uh, so that's uh, what we're knowing. L'chalchila, that we do uh, Chalitza ba'amida. I just uh, attended my first Chalitza a couple of weeks ago. I'd never uh, been to a Chalitza before. It's not first of all every Chalitza is terribly sad, right? It's obviously the whole situation is terribly sad, but. Uh, uh, 
you, you know, you think, what's the, what's the big deal? The, the whole process, first of all, everyone's emotional. It's difficult. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a weird um, feeling uh, to it. And a lot of times you're dealing with older people. So to do the whole thing by Amida is not so, you know, a lot of people are old, they have ailments, they're out of shape. It's not so easy for, uh, for them to do Chalitza by Amida. But the we try to do it uh, by Amida. If it's not possible, so then it's not possible, but you try to do uh, by Amida. So anyway, so the Gemara says that how can you tell me Vayakam means that you have to stand up because then Vayamad would also mean you have to stand up. But we know Chalitza does not require standing. No. No, by chalitza, the pasuk doesn't say vayamad vayomar, which would mean that you have a tzivui to stand up. Elav amad, that it's just describing uh, the any change in the situation. That up until now, there's a kainim we're speaking, and now when uh, when the the, the yavam begins to speak, so it uh, it's a transitional phrase to tell me that the uh, you know the spotlight turns over to the yavam. So hachak siv vayakom vayikra, but over here by the mitzvah of kriya, it says vayakom iyo vayikra, which sounds like Dafka standing up, so we see that Korea requires uh, requires Amida that it's Ma'akev. So Gemara brings another Memra about standing up for Kriya. How do I know you need to stand to tear Kriya? Because the pasuk says Vayakom Iyov Vayikra. Says Gemara, Dilma Milsi Yisertu Da'avid. Maybe Iyov did extra things that were not required the halacha. So you can't learn from there. We learn from there that Iyov stood up. Do we necessarily learn from there that everybody who tears Kriya? Has to stand up, because if you're not going to say that Eov did certain things that were extra, and you're going to say that from everything Eov does, we have to learn a halacha. It also says It says that he that he tore off his hair, that he shore, shore off his uh, that, that his hair was shorn. So you can say the same thing that an avel is in That's certainly not the case. So Eov did these extra things aside from Hilchos Avel because he was suffering so terribly. He was expressing his tsar in such a uh, such an overt fashion but that doesn't necessarily mean that there's a chiv so the same is true when it comes to standing for kriya so the Gemara says elamei right we learn the din of kriya Mu'umad from a different pasuk. When David Melech heard the news about the death of his children, Vayakam Melech Vayikra Asbagadim. The pasuk says that David Melech stood up and tore his begadim. What do we mean, the death of his children? What was the story? So uh, Avshalom ben David had a, uh, a maternal sister named Tamar. Amnon ben David uh, assaulted Tamar, and Avshalom decided he wanted to kill Amnon. So he made a mishta, and he invited all of uh, his brothers, all of David's children. And when uh, Amnon was uh, drunk, so Avshalom told the Avadim the, uh, that they should go kill Amnon. So when all the other Bnei Hamelech saw that, everyone uh, just quickly got on their horses and drove away. They, uh, they got out of there. And David uh, heard a, uh, a mistaken report that Avshalom had killed all of his children. Avshalom had in fact killed Amnon, but he thought he heard a mistaken report that Avshalom had killed all of his children. When he heard that mistaken report, he got up and he tore Kriya. And that's the basis for the idea that Kriya is Mu'uman. Maybe David Amelech did extra things beyond what was required and we're not every Avel to do those things. Because if you're not going to say that David did a little bit extra when it says that he lied down on the floor, is that what everybody has to do? Didn't 
the Brisa tell us, Yashan al-Gabimita, if an Avil sleeps on a bed that's in its normal position, but he just takes off the cushions or the, uh, the and he sleeps on the uh, on the ropes of the bed, al-Gabikise, where he sits on a, on a chair, al-Gabi Udayne, uh, some type of bench, Kedola even if he sleeps on the ground, he hasn't fulfilled his din of Avelus. Rabbi Yochanan explains, what do you mean he hasn't fulfilled his din of Avelus? He hasn't fulfilled the requirement of Kviyas Amita. Kviyas Amita requires that he dafka turns over the bed. So lying on the ground is not a fulfillment of Kviyas Amita. So David certainly did Kviyas Amita. So he could have uh, lied down on his Mita Kfuya. He didn't have to lie down on the Karka. So clearly he was doing extra things if he lied down on the Karka because he must have done the, 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 the mitzvah of Avelus. So he must have done a Kviyas Amita. So why is he also lying on the Karka? So it must be that he's doing extra things. So maybe when he stood up and he tore Kriya, that's also one of those extra things. You don't necessarily see from there that uh, that, that, that you're required to stand to tear Kriya. So no, David didn't actually lie down on the ground. He did things that were similar to lying down on the ground, meaning Kfiya Samita and lying on a Mita Kfuya for David would be the equivalent of anybody else who's not a king lying directly on the ground. But this is Allahum Fresh, as we pass in that one has to do Kriya standing up. It's not always possible. Again, sometimes you're dealing with very elderly people. A person, uh, I remember uh, uh, when Rabbi Lam, Zechronel uh passed away. So I did the Leviah because, uh, you know, he was uh, local and, uh, and uh, Rabbi, his, his older brother, Rabbi Norman Lam, was not in very good shape at the time. Zechronel Bracha was not in very good shape at the time. He was in a wheelchair. So uh, as I said, okay, you'll tear Kriya in the wheelchair. And he insisted on, on pushing himself to, to stand up because he felt that if he's able to stand up, then that's the halacha. He's, he's right. I just wasn't going to tell an 88-year-old man that he has to stand up. But he felt that if he's able to stand up, then that's the halacha, then he should uh, do Kriya standing up. So now the Brisa lists all the surim uh, that an Avel has. The Tosas points out that it's only listing the things that an Avel is not allowed to do, not the things that an Avel is obligated to do, like Fiyah Samita and Latifah Sarosh. But the following are the Isurim uh, of an Avel. Tosas also points out it doesn't mention She'ilah Shalom and Anachas Tfilin that are only knowing on some of the days of Avelus. And it also doesn't mention Tichboses, uh, laundering, because that's included Rechitza. So in case you're wondering why this list is incomplete, Tosas fills us in on all of the missing pieces of this list. But here are the things that a novel is not allowed to do. Asr b'malacha, he's not allowed to do malacha, b'rechitza, he's not allowed to bathe, b'sicha, and to anoint himself, b'tash v'shamita, to have marital relations, b'nilas asandal, to wear leather shoes, v'as likros, b'torah, b'nivim, b'ksuvim, he's not allowed to read Tanakh, v'lishnos b'mishra, m'rish v'alachos v'ashas v'agados, he's not allowed to read not allowed to learn Mishnayis and Madrash and Alachos and Shas and Agados. The Lashon of uh, Shas is an unusual Lashon. You would normally expect it to say Ube Talmud. So this is one of the things that the censor took out, that he used to say Ube Talmud. That's what uh, the, in Mesech Shabbos the censor was also misaking the same word, uh, that uh, the, the, uh, the, the censor were Gozer uh, in the beginning of, uh, at a certain point in history, to destroy all the Sifrei Talmud. And even when they allowed the, the publication 
interpretation of the Talmud, they uh, they 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 required that they remove the word Talmud from from the Talmud. So when it says Talmud, instead we, they we have to put in Shas. So uh, whatever it is, and if a lot of people needed him in order to learn from him, meaning the Avil was an important person who uh, was spreading Torah, and people needed his Torah, so we don't uh, he does not refrain from teaching during his day, his days of Avil. When Yossi's son died in Sipori, he went into the base Medrash and he darshaned, he darshaned all, all day long. Rashi raises the question that, that the Gemara in Sukkah says that an Avil is chayv b'kol mitzvah samur s'petorah chutz Well, guess what? One of the mitzvahs in the Torah is Talmud Torah. So how can we say that an Avil is us to learn Torah if we're going to say on the other hand that an Avil is chayv b'kol mitzvah samur s'petorah? So he says that Talmud Torah is a mitzvah that involves simcha and therefore we're not going to allow him to do it. I mean, when it says it means mitzvahs that don't necessarily involve simcha and still tefillin is uh, part of from. In uh, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Ramban uh, in Torah Sa'adam adds that he's Yotze, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, the Kriyash Meshach Zarvis, meaning we never said he's part from Talmud Torah. We said he's usher to learn certain things, which is just about everything. But it doesn't mean that he's, that he's part from the mitzvah of Talmud Torah because if you just do Kriyash Meshach Harvest, normally it's Asr Lomar, you're not allowed to say that in front of an Amaharetz, that you can get away with just Shkriyash uh, Meshachos Harvest, but really to fulfill the Gisa Bayom of Laila, one only requires a little bit in Yom, a little bit at Laila, and Kriyash Meshachos Harvest is enough, and the Avel has to do that. That's the discussion in Postkim. When we say that an Avel learns Dvarim Harayim, that he's allowed to learn uh, the Nevuos in Yermiyahu, and Eicha, and the Chorben Agaritas in Gitten, and Eo, and all of those things. Does that mean he has a chiyuv of Talmud Torah uh, and, and it's just that his, he's limited in what the curriculum is? Or that no, he has no chiyuv of Talmud Torah, but should he choose to learn, he has to learn only those things. So uh, if you hold that he has a chiyuv of Talmud Torah, then Rashi's question doesn't get off the ground. He is chiyuv in Talmud Torah. He just shouldn't learn these things. He's, uh, he's more limited in what, uh, what he's allowed to learn. Rabbi Rabbi Itra Milsa, Rabbi Rabbi uh, had a relative who passed away, so he became a novel. So he thought that he wasn't going to leave his house to go deliver the drasha. Rabbi Chanina informed him that if the people need you, then you got to go. So so he said, okay, once I'm going to go give the shear, I'll do it the way I normally do it. And he was going to have a torgaman do uh, the uh, the publicizing of a shear. So Rav said to him, Tanya, no, you got to do it with a little bit of a shear. You shouldn't have a torgaman that uh, goes and, uh, and announces your shear loudly. So what should he do when he's giving the shear? How does he do it in, with the shinoi? Like the Bryce says, the son of Rabbi Yudabari passed away and he went into the Beis Medrash to say his drasha because it was a case of Rabbi Mitzrichim sat right next to him so he whispered it to Rabbi Chanan Ben in turn whispered it to the Torgaman, Torgaman is and the Torgaman was Mashmiah to everybody else, and he let it be announced to, to, to everybody else. Good, so that's uh, the, the, the Avel is, is Aser Betalmat Torah, but if it's Rabbi Shrikhamlo, he goes and he says the Shir, but he does so with a little bit of a Shinoi. Now we transition to uh, to another Isser that an Avel has. An, Aser, an Avel is not allowed to put on tefillin. That's derived, we learned back on Daftazvav Amir Aleph, that a Kodesh Baruch tells Yechaskal Anavi when he's in 
Avelus Peercha Chavosha Lecha that uh, that he should put on Tefillin Peercha is uh, is is Tefillin that uh, meaning don't be knowing Avelus in the fullest sense you should put on Tefillin so from there the Chum derive that a regular Avel does not put on Tefillin so Tan Rabbanan how long does that Isser for an Avel to put on Tefillin how long does that last it apparently does not last for all Shiva so how much of the Avelus does that last for Avel Shloshiyam Marishonim this, this price is a little cryptic. It's difficult to read. We'll read one way that the Rishonim read it, but there are like four different ways the Rishonim read it. But Avel, for the first three days, should not put on tefillin. From the third day and on, including the third day, he puts on tefillin. So it's a little bit funny, right? We said, first three days, he doesn't put on tefillin, except, except for the third day. I mean, so why don't you just say the first two days, he doesn't put on tefillin? Okay, so this is the way some of the Rishonim read it, that the first three days, he doesn't put on tefillin, but on the third day he really does. And now if, uh, the, uh, if, if Panam Chadashos, new people that had not been Menachim him yet, show up to the Beis Ha'avel on the third day, he does not have to remove the Tefillin, he doesn't have to be Choshesh, that they're going to be Choshesh him, that he was putting on Tefillin the first two days also. Rabbi Eliezer. So Rabbi Eliezer taught two halachos. Number one, that for the first two days he does not put on Tefillin. And number two, that when, when someone, when Panam Chadashos come, he does not have to Remove the tefillin. Rabbi Shua Omer Avel Shneya Marishon of Asalaniach Tefillin Misheni Ve'Elach Misheni Bechal Motalaniach Tefillin. That it's not two days that you don't put on tefillin; it's only one day that you don't put on tefillin. Already by day two, you're putting on tefillin. Says Rabbi Yeshua. And v'imbo panim chadashos cholit. But panim chadashos show up to be menachim, and they haven't been menachim yet. You have to remove the tefillin. So two separate machlokas between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yeshua. Which days do you not put on tefillin? And once you're past those days and you are putting on tefillin, what if Panam Chadashos arrived? You, are you then cholates the tefillin? So Rav Masa, my time into Rabbi Eliezer. Why does Rabbi Eliezer think that there are two full days that you don't put on tefillin? Why two days? Because the Pasuk says, From the fact that it says, You see that the Ikra of Avelus is a multiple of days, so it must be that the Ikra of Avelus is uh, two days. Even though it says, Moshe Shloshim Yom, so he's darshaning the extra words. You may bechi that there must be a Iker days of bechi, and the Iker days of bechi are two days. Amar Avin, my time to Rabbi Shua. Where did Rabbi Shua get that an Avil only doesn't put on tefillin for one day? Because the pasuk says Vachrisa ki yom mar. So we see that there is a day, a, a bitter day of Avelus. So the Issa for an Avil to be maniach tefillin is not an Issa daraisa; it's an Issa darabanan. All these psukim are only in a the Ritva points out, because Lukuli Alma, Avelus is not Minatara, and even Aninus, which is Minatara, is only for Yom Echad. That's how the Ritva, the Ritva writes. However, if you hold that Avelus Yom Rishon is the Oraisa, like the Rambam does in the very first Halach in Hilchos Avel, so then it could be that the Isra of Nevel to put on is also Mida Oraisa, because how can we be Docha Mitzvah Saseh Da Oraisa Vanachas Tfilin for a Din Drabanan? So it could be that, that you'd understand that it is a Mitzvah Da Oraisa. The Rush points out that uh, even according to those shittos, the isra for an avil to put on tefillin might only be midrabanan, because an avil who's experiencing bitterness be'efer karno, it's not proper that he should be putting on a pe'er b'makom efer. It's not proper that he should be putting on tefillin. Mashal It's like a person who can't have a guf naki. You're going to say, how can he not put on tefillin? No, it's not proper for him to put on tefillin in such a place, in a in such a situation where he doesn't have a guf naki or he's in a makom she'eno naki or something like that. 
So even though there's a mitzvah daraisa to do it. So by novel also, even though it could be that Avelus is only to Rabbanon, but just by, based on the reality of his experience, it's not proper that he puts on tefillin. So that's how the rush says. Rabbi Shua, Dami, Haksiv, asking him, wait a second, what does Rabbi Shua do with the Pasuk? You may, that it says, you may, in, in plural. So how could Rabbi Shua say it's only one day? So I'm not shiny Moshe to talk of Evle. Well, the Avelus is pretty strong when Moshe Rabbeinu dies. I mean, that was a pretty important loss for Klal Yisrael. But for Regular people, one day is uh, is enough for the the Iker Bechi. Reb Nami Yaksiv Achrisik Yomar, and what does Reb Lazar do with the pasuk Yom Mar? Sounds like it's only one day. So Iker Meriru Chad Yomahu. The Iker Merirus is only uh, one day, but uh, the Avelus is two days. Amar Ula Halacha Reb Lazar Bechalitza. So Reb, uh, so Ula says the Halacha follows Reb Lazar as far as Chalitza. Chalitza over here is not referring to uh, the Chalitza procedure. It means the removal of uh, Tefillin when. They are come, when there are Param Chadashos on the third day. Then if Param Chadashos come on the third day, you don't have to remove the tefillin. But Valach Rabbi Yeshua Bahanacha, but we pass like Rabbi Yeshua that you only don't wear tefillin on the first day. On the second day, you would put on tefillin. So he says, you don't take off tefillin on the third day if Param Chadashos come. That was Rabbi Eliezer. You do put on tefillin on the second day. Do you take off tefillin on the second day if Param Chadashos come? That sort of Catches in between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shua. So Tashimas, so it'll bring you a raya. Amar Ula, Cholet Umaniach, Afilu Mea Pa'amim, that if Param Chadashos come on the second day, you, you take off the tefillin and put on tefillin again, even a hundred times. So obviously, Ula was talking about on the second day, because as far as the third day, Ula Paskins like Rabbi Lazar, that you're no Cholet. So when is Ula saying that you're going to take off the tefillin and put them on a hundred times? It must be Ula's talking about day two. So you see that Ula holds on day two when Param Chadashos come, one indeed does take off his tefillin. Well, I'll just take it off, put it on a hundred times. You already put it on Tefillin. So obviously the Gemara is assuming, like they used to do, that they would wear tefillin kalayom, that they wouldn't just wear tefillin for shachris, uh, you know, for 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 davening. They'd wear tefillin all day long. Tani namiach yudem and tema omer cholitz maniach tefillin meyapadim. And the Brisa uh, confirms this that you'd put on tefillin, take it off even hundred times. Upon the Chadashos keep showing up. Rava Amar kiven sheiniach shoveno cholitz. Rava says that no, on the second day of Avelus, even upon the Chadashos come, once you put on tefillin, you do not uh, you do not remove the uh, the, the tefillin. You don't put on uh, tefillin lechadchila if there are panam chadashos there, but uh, once the panam chadashos come, you do not remove the tefillin. That's why we pass in, in uh, Shulchan Aruch, that if there are panam chadashos there on day two, that's what the Mishbur calls them, Magnavram and others, that if there are panam chadashos there on day two, not to put on tefillin. It's machlok saposkim, but we try to be machmir that way. When uh, my father in law was sitting Shiva many, many years ago uh, for his father, um, I asked Rav Shachter if there are any things that uh, you know maybe uh, an Avel needs to be reminded of that uh, that people get wrong a lot of times in Avelus. And he said that. He said that when it comes to the second day, the Avel should put on tefillin before they open the doors for Shachras in the morning. Because once they open the doors for Shachras in the morning, you can have a lot of Param Chadashas. You, you can have new people that show up that were not Menachimim yet. So it's a Machlokas and Poskim. At that point, would you put on tefillin? Uh, so you're not, we pass Kenei Nuchalitz. You don't take them off. 
So put on tefillin before they open the doors for uh, for people to come in. This is an interesting point. So uh, Rava, yeah. So says the Gemara. From from Rava, you see that the Ikra Avelus is really only one day. So the Gemara asks the Stira in Rava. Doesn't Rava say that the Ikra Avelus is for three days? So therefore, the Isra Nachas tefillin should also be three days. So why is it only one day? Says Gemara, Mitzvah Shiny, because tefillin is a mitzvah. So we're not gonna we're trying to minimize the amount of days that a person is not going to do a mitzvah. So it turns out that there are three shitos as far as what is the Ikra Zman of Avelus. Rabbi Lezer holds the Ikra Avelus is two days. Yemei Bechi. Rabbi Yeshua holds the Ikra Avelus is one day. Vachrisa Kiyom Mar. And Rabbi holds the Ikra Avelus is three days. So, uh, but by tefillin we have to be a little more makel to let him put on tefillin before three days because it's such a big mitzvah. Then we uh, discuss that an Avel is not allowed to do malacha. How do I know Avel is not allowed to do malacha? So that we said because the Pasuk says that just like there's Nisra Malacha during Yemei Achag, there's Nisra Malacha for an Avel. But the reason for the Yisra Malacha for an Avel is a little bit different than the reason for Yemei Achag. The reason for the Yisra Malacha for, for an Avel is because it would be a Hesachadas from the Avelus. That's another thing that a lot of people don't realize. They assume that the mitzvah of Nichem Avelim is to help the Avel uh, forget about the Avelus, to get him be Masiach Das from the Avelus. So they come and they talk about the children and they talk about uh, the funny thing that happened in shul, and they talk about uh, whatever they, they talk about anything under the sun except for the nifter. But that's not really the halacha. The halacha is that the menachemim are they're supposed to the nechama is to talk about the nifter that the person is able to emote about the nifter to talk about the person's life. So uh, that's really what the topic of conversation is supposed to be. In fact, there's an iser of hesachadas from the from the avelus. One is not so, so sometimes nebuchadnezzar young children that are sitting shiva so for their psychological needs. They need a distraction, but we're talking about when adults. When adults are sitting shiva, that would be the, that's the proper way to uh, be menachim. So tanu rabban avol shoshiyam arishonim asur b'malacha. First three days of Avelus, the Avel is not allowed to do Melacha. Um, um, the, uh, so Even if he really needs the Melacha because he gets uh, supported from Tzedakah, he's a very poor person, he still shouldn't do Melacha. He should receive Tzedakah money rather than do Melacha. Mikan ve'elach, during the rest of the days of Avelus, if he's an Ani and he doesn't have what to eat and he's going to have to be supported from Tzedakah if he doesn't work, so then, so he could do Melacha privately in his house because that's not so you know that's not such an overt act of doing malacha so the Chum didn't ask for that but other Avelim are not allowed to do malacha even throughout Shiva it's only the Aniyam Espartis Minatstaka that it's allowed to do malacha B'tzina B'tok Beso the Isha Tova Befelech B'tok Beso and a woman can uh, can, can spin threads uh, also for the Tzoruch her Parnasa in her house when she's uh, when she's in Avelus after the first three days during the first three days in Avel should not go to another base Avel. The uh, the even uh, the, the the of, of other Avelim, even uh, an Avel that's uh, that's a karov of his. The Rishonim point out and Kolsh came to go anywhere else, right? That's what the Rishonim say. He's not even allowed to go to a base Avel. That's what the Rambam writes in the seventh parak of Avelus that the, and the clear that he's not allowed to go anywhere. The reason it says base Avel is to be mechadesh that even when he when it's not really has chadash from Avelus because he's further engaging in the Indian of Avelus. 
even then it's also to be Yotze Mitoch Beso. And he's not allowed to go out to do any other Gemilus Chasadim either. To hear the brachos of a chup or a bris milah, even though an Abel is Chayiv and Kala Mitzvos, that's a Mitzvah Shabagufo, but he shouldn't go out to do other forms of Gemilus Chasadim. That's what the Shulchan Aruch Paskins in Yerdea Simen Shin Sadi Gimel. He doesn't go out for anything, even if there are Mitzvos that, uh, that he's able to, that, that he would be able to do should he go out. No, you don't even go to Ubeis Evel. Mikan Ve'elach, but on the rest of the days of Avelis, Holech, he could still go after the first three days, he can go to Ubeis Evel. Ve'enu Yoshi B'makom HaMenachem, Ve'enu B'makom HaMisnachem. But he doesn't sit among those who are being Menachem, the Avelim. Instead, he sits among those who are being Misnachem, from the uh, from 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 the, uh, the, the those who come to comfort, so he sits together with the avelim. Then we said that a novel is also b'she'ila shalom. Uh, he's not allowed to say shalom to other people or to respond in shalom. And we learned that from the fact that Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Yecheskel, "Hey, onek dom," that he should be knowing avelus in the, the sense that he should express silence and he shouldn't be shol b'shalom. So Gemara brings a brisa that elaborates on these dinim. First three days, novel is not allowed to she'ila shalom. shiva. From day three to seven, he could respond, but he's not allowed to be shoel b'shalom. After day three, after day seven, he could be shoel b'shalom in the normal way. So he said the first three days, there's no shoel b'shalom. We have a brisa. Then one time, Rabbi Kiva was in Avelis, and everyone came together and gave a big hesped after Rabbi Kiva's son died. When they were all leaving, Rabbi Kiva got up and he announced even if there were two the two sons were already married which would have been a great great tragedy to leave young almanos I, I would have received the nechama from the cover that you've just given and if you came just because I'm a kiva meaning because I'm a wealthy person and not because of my, my Torah that, that, that would not have provided any nechama there are lots of akivas around I know what your thought process was. Torah selukav belibo. You came because of the covenant Torah. The kolshkeit shaschar kum kafel, and therefore you should have a double schar because it was a nichum avelim plus a covenant Torah. Luchul vatechem l'sholem, and therefore everyone can uh, go home today knowing that the job well done that you provided in the chama. So, uh, but bottom line is, you see that Rabbi Kiva was shol b'shalom because he said luchul vatechem b'shalom. So apparently, in other mutter b'shel l'shalom. Says Mar no kavod rabim shiny. That was for the covenant of the rabim. He was allowed to do it. Then we said mishloshat shiva between days three and seven, he could respond, but he cannot be shown. After the shiva is over, he could be shown and meishiv b'shalom kedarko. We find a novel who's within thirty days. You could still be, uh, you could still say tevrei nechama. You say tesnachim in hashemayim me'evelza or whatever. But you're not allowed to be shown b'shalom. After thirty days, you could be and you're not allowed to be because after 30 days there's no availus anymore if a man's wife died and he remarries within 30 days because he has young children that need to be taken care of you're not allowed to go into his house where his new wife lives and be menachim about his old wife but if you find him out in the market then you could speak to him about the uh, the over, uh, over his wife but 
but you see from the Brisa that within 30 days it's also to be Shol B'Shlomo Avel, and certainly it's also for the Avel to be Shol B'Shlomo Cherim, but that's difficult because we had a Brisa before that said that it's mutter for an Avel to be Shol B'Shlomo Kiddarko La Cherim after Shiva. Over here we see that within Shloshim it's Asr, and previously we said after Shiva it's mutter. So even though the second Brisa says that Petok Shloshim it's Asr to be Shol B'Shlomo Avel, we don't learn from there that it's also Asr for the Avel to be Shol B'Shlomo who shall be shalom acherim? Shacherim shruim be shalom. Acherim ain't shalom be shlomo. Shu ain't no shar be shalom. When it comes to within the shloshim, he's allowed to be shol be shalom acherim because other people are indeed be shalom. They're not availim, so you could be shol be shlomam. But acherim cannot be shol be shlomo because he is not be shalom. He's in the state of availus. Vamidiktani meishiv. But from the fact that it says in the brisa that he's meishiv mechal de shalinale, sounds like someone must have been shol be shalom. How can you say? That you're not allowed to be Shoal Bishlomo, but he could be Meshiv. How's he Meshiv? Someone must have been Shoal. So, no, Deloyadi. It must be that people didn't know that he was an Avel. So, Mepnei Darkei Shalom, he's Meshiv Shalom to them. But those who know that he's an Avel should absolutely not be Shoal Bishlomo. Ihachi, if that's the case, that the Bryson means Meshiv is to people who don't know, Hasamnami, we should allow him to be, to be Meshiv, Mepnei Darkei Shalom, even uh, in the first three days. Why do we say you're not allowed to do that? Because in, in the first three days, he should let them know that he's an Avel and that he cannot uh, speak in a normal way. Um, you're not going to say Shalom. But once the first three days are over, then he doesn't need to let them know anymore. Uriminu the Gemara says, I'll ask you another stira. The Bryce has said that after 30 days, he's allowed to be Shalom you're allowed to be Shalom Avel. But we have a stira. You find an Avel within Yudbeis Chodesh. After 12 months, so then you can be Shol B'Shlomo. But you can make an allusion to the Nechama. If it's after you, and you just do a Nechama Avelim, you know what that's like? It's like a person broke his leg and it's healed. A new doctor sees him. He says, you should have come to me to heal the break. Look what I'll do. Shani Shova Varapena. Just to prove it, I'll break your leg again and I'll fix it this time. So you can know what a great doctor I am. The other, the, the, the person would say, no, thank you. So don't give uh, Nichum. But uh, you see from the Bryson that even after 30 days, it's also to be Shol B'Shlom, the other, it's a kasha. And the Bryson says after 30 days, it's Mutter. Lo kasha. Haba v'imo, haba sharkrovim. Difference between v'imo and sharkrovim. Hasunami, dabrimo tanchum minatzad. So even by sharkrovim, you're medabr tanchum minatzad after Shema Sukhodesh. In Hachinami, Umay Eno Medabri Motan Chumin, Kidarko, Medabri Mominatsan. When it says that you're not Medabri Motan Chumin, it means in the normal way. But you're not, you're allowed to be Medabri Minatsan without mentioning the name of the mace. As opposed to Novel Alav Vimo, you're Medabri Motan Chumin within the Yudbe Schodesh, even Kidarko, even Shalom Minatsan. Okay, Belshem, tomorrow we'll pick up with Tan Rabbanan toward the end of the page. Have a great day, everybody.